thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast. John Russell's Art Caterers and Milltown Pies, who offer fantastic catering services. Alexander Grace Law, who provide modern and client-led legal services. And SBE Furnishings, who offer high-quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices. Okay. We like Michael Ball. I've been, I've been seen live, Jeff. I know, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I bet you bought to wear. Oh, absolutely. Do you know, <laughs> um, the, when we went, because um, obviously I had to go with my mum and dad, otherwise yeah. it would not have been socially acceptable for me to be there. Um, How old were you? Uh, I mean, 20. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were about 11. Oh, no. No, I was an adult. <laughs> It was an adult choice. <laughs> but you, but Susan and Graham had to take you. We were sat there. It's full of, I would describe them as middle-aged women. You know, that's his... <laughs> that's his... That's his area, isn't it? You know, that's his... Yeah. So we were, we were sat there, you know, a bit sheepish. Um, and we, there, were two women be, there were two women behind us that went, oh, could you imagine if he, if he just looked at us and said our names and he brought us up onto the stage? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> And then he started his first song, and I think it was like a really modern song by Bruno Mars or something. And um, suddenly we heard this like, like pounding, and we thought, "What the hell is that?" And it were these, it were these women rushing to the front of the stage. Oh no! And they were like, there must have been six or seven like lines of people back. Right. Absolutely mental. Mental. Welcome everybody to Low House Podcast. It's uh, another uh, edition we're putting out there for uh, for everybody to listen to or, or not, you know, whatever takes your fancy. It's uh, we're still in lockdown three, just about time wise. So just place that. But uh, and with me tonight, I've got two of the usual uh, crew, Mr. Jez Hope and Mr. Joe Martin. So we'll just have a, a quick chat before we we introduce tonight's uh, esteemed guests. So I'll start off with you, Joseph. You're looking ravishing tonight. What have you been up to? Um, I believe it or not, this might be. I'm building a, a drain with Stan at the cricket club. A drain. Yeah. So in front, of, <laughs> in front of the clubhouse, and I'll also add that I'm probably the least qualified and useful person to be doing this. But um, in front of the clubhouse, it gets very boggy, and so Stan has decided we're putting a new drain in. A drain in Outfield. Yeah. Not a toilet drain or a, or a water, a rain drain or... Oh, oh, oh I'm, no, it's definitely not getting rid of all bullshit, is it? Brilliant. So, yeah, that's what we've been... As, as Some of the ongoing improvements to the club. The new roof is finished. Wow. Uh, on the end of the... Um, on the end of the clubhouse, yeah, over the over the dance floor. It's all been decorated this week as well, so I think that should be finished by next week, ready for when we open in um, late April, I guess. Oh, send yeah. some pics of that, Joe. Yeah, I will. Yeah, nice one. All right, well, thanks for that. And uh, and Jez, you're looking um, very relaxed on your shares long there. You bring me up to speed with your uh, your your goings on this week. Yeah, will do, Gaz. Yeah, great to see you all. It's um, 
I, I think that's what we've done one for two weeks, and I proper missed it. We're going to have to keep penciling them in every week. Yeah, get myself comfy in this uh, in this back room now. Football on one corner, chatting to some good lads. Yeah, it's uh, it's all been good, guys. Not a great deal going on. Um, looking forward to you know the, the the days getting longer and a little bit of cricket coming on and getting my dog's getting a bit older now. She's about fifteen or sixteen months and. A bit of a story, really. She's been, she's, she's fantastic, really good, but she's in those adolescent years, and um, she's getting a bit mischievous, and she's eating, you know, her toys and and the different treats we give her. So we need to get something that will last longer for when she's nibbling and to stop her coming and and pestering us. So Lisa's gone out, done the research, and we got it delivered the other day. I've never seen anything like it. Bulls. Penises, dried bulls' penises. Have you ever heard anything like that in your life? Honestly, I'll, I'll get one afterwards. I mean, it's not a full. It's not like an inflatable cock and balls. It's a, it's a, it's a proper dried little thin bull's penis. Well, it takes her forever to chew away at it. She loves it. I couldn't wait to come on and tell Is you about goblin? it. Is that bull goblin? <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it. But no, she's just let on for in disgust, has Bella, not Lisa. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so yeah, I thought that was really interesting to pass on to you and whether the listeners are interested, some might know about it. But no, everything's great, Gary. It's great to see everyone. Thanks very much. That's great, Jess. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. For those who don't know, I'm Gary Morris. So without further ado, we'll move on to tonight's guest. This is a player who played in the in the early 80s, albeit only for a, a very short time with the club, unfortunately, but moved across across town controversially. Not many players these days sort of move between Burnley and Lower Ice, but Back in the days, this young man did. Went on to have, have a couple of really good seasons with Laura Ice and very much, I think, to the delight of everybody, sort of went and played professionally then uh, around various clubs in different leagues. So tonight we've got player number 401 in the Law House player number list and that player is Mr Graham Bushell. Welcome, Graham. About time. Sorry, lads. Sorry, lads. We have a technical hitch. No, but it's no problem, Bush. No problem. Great to see you. It's good to see you, lads. I didn't think I want to see you tonight. <laughs> Until <laughs> Shirley I've, got me, I've got dressed for it, you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> got all lights on. Brilliant. You know why? Because she's thrown every other thing. I've only got these left. <laughs> I've no bloody cricket stuff. I've got, I've got me bat. I've got me bat each shed. <laughs> I've got rid of all the coaching stuff. <laughs> oh, well, I told her, get a brew and bugger off. <laughs> yeah, told her. Uh, you know, it's good to see you. I haven't had a pike for, uh, since shutdown. Christ. Not even at Christmas. Wow. I did, uh, that were illegal. <laughs> uh, so I've not had wow. a drink. I put bloody stone in half on. By not drinking? Exactly. I thought other way around. Right? She's back. She buys a lot of biscuits, chocolate biscuits <laughs> and chocolate bars, and I've been on to them. Right, <laughs> Graham, so it's Shirley's she, fault. She's, yeah, exactly. Get out of the room and <laughs> I just needed to turn this up. I'm going a bit deaf as well. How do you turn this thing up? Get out of the room, but come and turn this up. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Well, are you talking? Are you talk? 
Hiya. Testing one, two, three. Oh, it's got on right, right now. now. Yeah. I can hear yeah. that. Yeah, that working. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping mutton. Right, good lad. You were going to take me for a definite check this, this today, but I'm not going. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's better to pretend you're deaf. <laughs> Especially when you're in Green Hill Club and you've been in all day and she rings <laughs> up. And the Wi Fi is not very good in Green Hill. It's like our house. Um, yeah, I've got to just finish off a glass of wine I've had with my tea. Well, you, hey, you're as bad as Shirley. She's on that wine job. Good. Good on her. Good on her. She's having a cup um, of tea. I'm, I'm just plugging his computer and then he don't go off completely. Well, I did not plug his mains in, Shirley. I'm plugging him in. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, make sure you plug him in, mains as well. I will. Finger first. Hey! <laughs> Go on, you can go now. It's, it's working. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Only just about though, aren't it? <laughs> <laughs> it took a bit. Took a bit of getting young. Yeah. Uh, well, Zoom and older years sometimes don't go down too well, but it's a good job. Good job you've got a good support system around you, Graham. It is, yeah. I've just, I've just noticed in the left-hand corner, my name's Joanne Bushel. <laughs> Well, maybe that's the story we'll come on to a bit later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Graham, as I mentioned, started playing down at Burnley in the, in the early 70s. What was your sort of journey into local league cricket or, or Lancashire league cricket? Well, basically, my uh, grandfather and my father were heavily involved in sport, cricket and football. Uh, and they introduced me to a very young age. I was about seven, actually. And uh, my grandfather used to take me down. We used to walk it. Down Accrington Road, down Lane, Lorace Lane. One week at Lorace and then other week at Burnley. We just swapped. I, I like going down Burnley because I used to get a sandwich at Atlantis <laughs> shop. So I'd rather go down Burnley because I got a sandwich. And that was the reason. But uh, it was the year when, uh, I can always remember, Charlie Griffiths were firing in. And I, I can remember sitting on the grass and it was it a nice hot day, nice hot day for a lot of grass. And Charlie's coming from somebody's ice cream, tearing in against this cold batsman. I'm not sure if it were Malcolm Blackers. I'm not sure. I know he played for Colney at a certain time, but I couldn't swear to it. Anyway, he wrapped this lad on pads. And, you know, pads in them day, they're not, they're not like they are now. It, it dropped him like a light. He, he fell on the floor, rolling about. And I was laughing. Well, I was laughing. I thought it was funny, but I thought later on in years, when I faced him with proper pads on, I didn't laugh then. And it, you know. So that was my introduction, basically. But then, um, obviously, I was still involved with me. My dad played for Cockluff Amateurs in Ribble Valley League. So I get a bit slightly older, but I run the, I'll be about ten. And I started scoring for him. And uh, so that's a good introduction, actually, scoring. When you're not good enough to play, yeah. you score. So I was yeah. scoring for him. And uh, I can always remember this time we were at uh, Calderstones. And I was sat down there with one of their guys and was scoring. And he said to me, well, there's one of the inmates and he's going to do the tins. So that's putting the numbers up. So I was sat down and scoring away. Then I forgot. And I went to put the tins up. And this... Well, he weren't, he weren't a full shilling, were he? He blew up. <laughs> he went, we're only about 10. Uh, and anyway, they said, sit down, sit down. You're all, you just, just do that job scoring. 
Well, I'll tell you what, I never moved all game from that seat. Okay? <laughs> oh, hell. But it, it was good that because uh, you got introduced to cricket, you know, and you watched you watch the game and uh, even at a young age, you analyse a game and watch, you know, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Good cricketers are actually a lot um, played down Lower House at some stage. Rule Reeves, uh, Arthur, uh, Greenwood, Greenwood, yeah. uh, Herbert uh, Marsden Bush, yeah. I don't know if Jack Sager played. He, he was a quick bowler, Jack, a, a, a bustling bowler, big lad, big blow. He, he was a good cricketer. He was a good cricketer. So some of them played down low ice at different periods, you know. So that was a good start. Just to go back, I forgot. Gary, your dad, your, your dad played for uh, Coltuff, but I can't remember. But other, oh, the two, your, your dad was bowling at one end, opening bowling, quick. There were another bowler at the other end who were quick, and I can't remember his name. I, I wondered if you knew. No, I, I was going to touch on this when you when you mentioned Alan, when you mentioned your dad, Alan, and um, and I played an odd game with him with your dad, but yeah. it, weren't, it weren't when they were at Coldclough because then they reformed at Railway, didn't they? Well, yeah, some of all the Law House lads. Yeah, uh, Red Lion, weren't it? Railway, Red Lion. I think it was Railway. Right. No, you might you might have been Red House, I think. Yeah, you're Red, Red House. because yeah. so, and he was still obviously your dad were knocking on at that point, so thinking it were it were only local league cricket, but you could tell he knew which end at bat to hold and all that. And he were regular, you know, he was just he was just all dead in them all. You know, he'd end up I don't I can't remember format at games with twenty five overs or something like that, twenty odd overs and, and he'd end up forty odd, fifty odd not out and team would get hundred and thirty and win easy every week. And they were I think they were unbeaten that league that year. And there were a couple of games yeah. somebody didn't turn up because you know they'd been out with Charlie Chips the night before and yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did um, win league. They, they did yeah. league. that was that were year I were down Laura House, they won't leave. Yeah. Uh, that were yeah, that were a time. Celebration. Weren't playing much myself and uh, just weren't going along watching my dad. And uh, and like I say, I think it were all remnants of Cole Clough. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, there were some good lads. Yeah, but I don't um, remember who, who the bowler is you're describing. When I went to secondary school, I got into my second year at secondary school and the maths teacher, and I weren't right good at maths, he threw me out of class, but the maths teacher was very good to me and he said to me, I've got a free membership for Burnley Creek Club for coaching. So I thought to myself, well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go. Now, the end of the previous season... I've been down to Lower House to watch the pra- practice session. So I were going to go down Lower House. But then when he gave me a free coaching member, I went, oh, well, I'll go down there. It's free. You know, uh, Laurie May was uh, the pro for Western Australian. He was the pro for Burnley. A nice bloke. Uh, I think he was a teacher, but, uh, you know, n- not by trade. He was a teacher plus a professional cricketer. He played for Western Australia and he got, right. he's got good figures, you know, bowling figures. He was a great bowler, but he was showing us batting as well. The same principles, coaching-wise, as what we do today. I can always remember, you know, and uh, there were a group of us. Majority were from grammar school. There were some St. Theodore's. There were me and uh, Donald Williams. You know, Donald Williams, me and him, mated about. We stuck together because we thought two is better than one in this lot. We'll, st- we'll, we'll stick together. He was a quick bowler. So, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. and it was lad as well, so with no problem. So that's how I got down Burnley, basically. Played, progressed through, uh, they didn't have any age, they were under 18s. I can't remember any younger age group. I think it was under 18s where you play when you when you were capable, you know, I probably played when I was about 50. 
And who, who, else, who else would have been in that team, uh, Graham, who, who sort of went through to, you know, Burnley, uh, you know, senior? Uh, Derek Emmett was a wicketkeeper. Now, he was a, he went to uh, uni and we didn't see much of him. He, he was a cracking, cracking wicketkeeper, batsman, but we didn't see much of him after. You know, it was a shame, really, but that's what a lot of the grammar school, obviously, they went to university. We were there fortunate. We had our education. Uh, so we, we could play cricket. So that were all right, you know. But uh, it, it was good. At, at under-18 level, well, before that, town team level, at town team level, there were a lot of low race lads. Neil Hodgson, uh, mm-hmm. Phil, Phil Astin, uh, who else? Trevor, Trevor Gorton. Uh, and he, he was a good all-rounder, Trevor. He was a great footballer. He played at Great Harwood. In Northern Premier League, and yeah. good, good player, him, good player. Yeah. Uh, Bob Spencer, Bob uh, still helps down Law House. He does uh, yeah. out ground, out, uh, you know, the outskirts at ground. I see yeah. him when I go on. John Sudall, I think John were playing. Yeah, John played. And I think Clive Chell. I think Clive uh, Chell. Yeah. I just can't remember. I think them are the few lads where I can remember. The a lad called Davidson from St. Uh, uh, now We were a good footballer as well. I think he, uh, well, he was pro. But um, they were good. Lower House, Lower House had a good under 18 team. Oh, uh, Taffy, Taffy were playing. Yeah. Wayne James played for uh, Lower House under 18s. Yeah. They did a bloody good side, a far better side than Burnley. Uh, but we, I can always remember we played them down at Turf, and uh, we were doing all right, Burnley. But we, they they got too many big guns for us. But Phil's dad were umpire, weren't they? And Phil were bowling. <laughs> Phil could bowl, could they? <laughs> he was bowling and I went on striker and he wrapped this lad up, pads. It would never have. And he said, How is his dad? And his dad said, He's out, son. You've <laughs> <laughs> got best bloody team. You've got the umpire as well. What chance have we got? We no chance. Brilliant. We have to bloody Tatting Hell's chance of winning. Oh, but, brilliant. Uh, he, he was still my mate. He was still my mate. I didn't fall out with you. Yeah. He was when you were in the 18s, I mean, obviously you progressed later on and you were you were a genuine all-rounder. Um, but was it, was it always that case at a younger age? Did you were you did did you think you were more of a batter or bold or? Uh, no, no. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. Um, when I was at secondary school, I played in uh, the senior team when I was about 12, and I got it. I got I got me uh, cheat my cheat ball and eye socket ball hit me. Uh, off a good length up, it were up timely, lower timely. And uh, a lad, I'll tell you the lad, and he, he were a pro, he went pro in a lad called Greenwood. Uh, he played at uh, Rottenstall, he played at Rottenstall, then went pro in, played over in Bolton area. Good, good cricketer, big tall lad. Well, I were about four foot nine when I played, he was about six foot two. Anyway, it picked it up, I went forward just to, to work it, boom, it hit me. Hospital. I were in hospital. Flipping face up like you couldn't. I couldn't see it to one side face. It swelled up to bugger. Anyway, I got it then. So that took me a long time to conquer batting because there were no helmets. Obviously, nothing. Protection were limited. So it, it took it took me a long time. And then when I played in under 18s for Burnley, we were playing against Nelson. It was going dark, and I was batting, and he he bounced me. And I went to hook it, and I hooked it right into my face, and the bastard caught me a square leg off my head. <laughs> and when I come right, when I come right, Mick McClay was our captain, because he had to have a senior player's cap. 
Mick yeah. McLeod come running onto the pitch. Are you all right? Well, I'm like that. Well, like, oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'll carry on batting. Oh, he said, no, they've got your head off your head away. Don't believe this bloody bad luck. So it took me a while to overcome getting hit twice, you know. So that's why, you know, it's hard, it's hard. But I did. Yeah. I did overcome it. You have to do, haven't you? Or else you, you pack in, don't you? Simple yeah. as that. So I did overcome it. and um, But I was still doing a lot more, I think, more bowling because of that, you know. All right, uh, all right. Great, and that's interesting, that. Graham, if I just, you know, the way, you know, we've played together, you know, from, mm. you know, you, you were, you know, a touch older than me, but now I didn't know that had happened previously for you, no. but I would never have known that, no, that when I played in any, whether it was football or cricket with you, you were, I would never have suggested or, or, or suspected that you'd had, you know, that sort of injuries mm. at a young age, because it does affect people for the careers, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It did, it mentally, do it. it were difficult mentally. Well, I, I never um, spotted that at all, Bush. No, it were, it were difficult, but you know, it's first time I've actually talked about it to anybody. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because you know, mentally, it does, it affects you. Uh, yeah. But eventually got over it. Yeah, okay. Especially when yeah. you've got them the helmets to put on, <laughs> or could anything. <laughs> <laughs> I never wore one. I never wore one. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. I did when uh, Andy Roberts and Michael Holding come in. Yeah. Now we'll come on to those years, no doubt. Right? Yeah, um, that's later. Later. Yeah. So under eighteens, and um, like I say, injuries notwithstanding, how, how were you getting your opportunities then into into sort of maybe third, seconds, first eleven? We played. Uh, me and Donald, we, we played into thirds together. We, uh, and then I think that I think that was Ribble Valley League. Yeah, Ribble Valley League, if I can remember right. And then uh, obviously we progressed up into the second team. And um, Brian Moore, you probably can you remember Brian Moore's in at all? I don't know if you remember Brian. Probably before your time. Uh, mm. There were Brian Moore's in. I'm just trying to think of captains. Oh, uh, Donald Ormrod. DG. Oh, yeah. DG. Later on, that was later on. DG, DG now, now DG, great bloke, great bloke, loved him to bits, great character, a real, real character. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you a tale now. We're, we were playing uh, in Cup against Church. And uh, me and Donald, what we used to do, I see open bowling, like, and I might come on a change, I might home. But um, me and Donald, we, we used to like to throw ball at each other from a distance. <laughs> so at Church, I went down to the bottom of the ground and he went to the top. So I'm starting, right, woof, throwing ball to him to, to catch it. He's hurling it back, and I'm I'm catching it. Anyway, Donald walked onto the field, didn't he? He walked onto the field just as I'm letting go, and I let go, and it hit him smack. Oh, it dropped him like a light, didn't it? Oh, my <laughs> God, we went over. Are you, are you all right? Well, oh, you should have heard him curse. It was terrible. Oh, I thought. So this is cup game, right? Right, bowling. Three ball to Donald. You take top end to church. It's big slope, isn't it? You take that top end with, with your pace. I thought, well, I'll, I'll have to bowl from bottom. No, no. I didn't bowl until the last five overs at game. Five, <laughs> we got beat. We should have murdered them. We got beat. I went, I went, I went, mad. I went mental. Anyway, I used to work with Roland Harrison, the state captain, obviously. So I went to work. I said, I'll tell you what, Roland, you can shove your cricket right where the sun doesn't shine. I said, I'm sick of him. He told me off. Him. So he were laughing. I said, it's no laughing matter. It's <laughs> no laughing matter. No, Graham, no, Graham. He's coming in to see you. 
I want one. <laughs> what? He's coming into work to see you. <laughs> I go to Tannoy went. I worked with Lucas. With Lucas, me and me and Roller were in tour room. Well, they were always taking Mickey, weren't they? At Luke. They say something to about Tannoy. You didn't believe him. Anyway, uh, could Graham Bushel come to uh, the personal department? Uh, Mr. Ormel's come to see you. They take in the Mickey. I'm not going. Roller said, go. This is right, this. Anyway, <laughs> I went to personal. He was there, weren't he? Come in. I mean, went in an office, went in an office. He no says, he said, I said, he said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I said, you're sorry. We lost game. I said, we lost game because you didn't ball me. Well, last ball. I said, I was pissed off. I said, I'm, I was going to jack in. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that, Greg. No, no. It, no. He said, I, I like you. He said, I like you. You go cricket. No. So he soft soaked me, didn't he? So I stopped. Anyway, eventually, eventually got into the first team, you know, uh, which, were, which were good. It were good. But the thing is, uh, Burnley had a very, at that period, a very strong team, amateur-wise. Um, yeah. Joe Fletcher, Barry, Barry Foster. So they had a left yeah. armour, medium pace. Joe Fletcher, right arm, sw- uh, swung ball away, quick. So I thought, well, I'm not going to get much ball in here. I'm a this spinner. I mean, these spinners, and you know, sometimes they play two spinners, sometimes, and they drop one, they leave one out to play at seamer. So I were like the all-rounder. So at the beginning, I didn't bowl much, and I batted late on, because actually, I was quite good in field. So basically, that's why I were put in, to bloody field. So I thought, well, I'll do this for a bit, but not very good, is it, if you're not batting and bowling. Anyway, we did, we did all right. We won't leave. Uh, 78, 1978 is a long while ago, isn't it? 1978, uh, Wilkley, uh, which were good, were good. Yeah, so you you debuted in 72. How old, how old would you have been then, Graham? 54. I'm not very good at maths, I told you. Uh, 18. 18. 18. Yeah, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. That was it. I was 18. We played it was a we played played in Worsley Cup overnight matches, right? Yeah. At, I think that was Church. Arrow Rolls were pro for Burnley. And he couldn't bump. He couldn't bump it match. So I went in as some pro fielder. That's <laughs> <laughs> some pro fielder. Hey, yeah. I never looked back. I thought, this pro in job didn't pay me. Didn't get down. I thought I'd get off of his feet. But I didn't really know him, much, you know, because obviously at 18, I'm not really. I was not into that age group, you know. They were, I was more into young, youngins like. We were just having a good time, I think. Yeah. But uh, like, they were too serious, really, for me. Yeah, so like you say, we're a fairly well-established team. And I was just looking through there where you played sort of between 72 and 80. And, and like you say, from 18 to sort of, what, 26 then, 25, 26. And you, and you played 111 league games. So you, you're probably only playing, you know, 12 games a, a season, aren't you, sort yeah. of thing. And and so you know, was that part of the reason of, of moving or? or well, what? yeah. But when uh, you came to the end of the eighty season, what what was going through your mind then? Well, I'll tell you, I got into when we won the league. The two the two years we won the league on consecutive years, I played the full seasons. Prior to that, um, Peter Plummer would would be pro at one. Um, I'd only play certain games, you know, uh, because obviously. If I were batting, they put me, they bat me down at say seven, eight, you know, because they're all capable of scoring fifty. 
even but, but the ball is good. They've all scored 50. You know, Joe Fletcher, uh, even John Richard. John Richard is Lancashire League 50s, you know, and he was batting like You know, but um, we won the league twice uh, with Madassa. We had a fantastic pro, Madassa. Fantastic. Um, and we were our playing six aside cricket with a lot of lower house lads. Iggy, you know, um, well, Jonah, but Jonah. Jonah had swapped then. He he went main Burnley. He, he, he went other way, didn't he? Yeah. He went from yeah, Morris yeah. to Burnley. Um, Steve G. And we're playing uh, six aside. Lofty. Now, actually, Lofty were an Iggy. Well, they just, they were my mates. And I'd had enough day in Burnley. I thought, you know, I'd like a new challenge here. And Lower House, I mean, they were my friends. So I, I knew I'd be welcome. Um, so I said to him, I packed in at Burnley. I was playing football. I was I I at Bakel. And I said, look, I'm packing in early that season. I'm packing in. So it, 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 we won the league twice. Uh, there was a season after. And um, I said, right, I'm packing in. I said, I don't like how you're running club. I said, you lost what potentially would be one of the best all-rounders. This league is in for a long while. You know that word, Big John. Now, he were a good one. Oh, when, when, when he went down to your place, didn't he? Yeah, he went down to your place, and now a friend of John's, and uh, even though he was a lot younger, uh, and I said you've lost him, I said now you're going to lose me, another all rounder. And actually, end of that season, John went proing. He left Laura to go proing. So I thought, well, that's ideal for me. I could probably fill that all rounder spot. What John's going, you know. So it worked out very well. It worked out very well, and um, I enjoyed it. I thought. It took me a while. It took me a while then, Warriors, because uh, the wicket wasn't as good uh, as Burnley. No. So batting wise, I struggled. The first once the first season, I struggled. I can remember um, it weren't easy. I did better, I think, second season. But um, it was good to bowl on that, you know. It, <laughs> it swings and roundabouts, and if you can bat and bowl, you're laughing. So yeah. you know, Bush. How comes? So I'm just looking at your stats now. Why do you think it? took so long for you to decide to to move because it's clear that you're obviously really talented a very talented cricketer um my mum and dad tell me that frequently um and um <laughs> my dad always says you were brilliant to watch <laughs> when you used to roam with my granddad um yeah. and but there was you know there's sort of like eight years or nine years where you haven't mm. you haven't had much of a go and obviously I know that they're they're a very good team but that would have, you know, if, you, if if that happened now, players would would go yeah. halfway through a halfway through a season rather than after eight years. Yeah, they would. They're, they're not as patient. No, <laughs> that was a bit silly, really, weren't it? Uh, no, the, the thing was, I didn't take it really serious. All right, okay. I played. I, I enjoy. I, I love my football. So I, was, I went. Back, I went playing football at Stanley when I was twenty-one. I went to Stanley playing. Now that season at Stanley. I started off at reserves because I was 21, but I'd only played it local amateur league up timely. But within what two months, they, they, they promoted me to the first team, which were in Lancashire combination, which were whoa, flipping totally different to what I've been used to. They kick lumps out of you. <laughs> but, uh, but Accrington were a top side. That year we were runners-up in Lancashire combination. We got beat with Morecambe, who were um, a Northern Premier League side in, in uh, uh, Lancashire Cup quarter-final 2-1 um, at Great Orwood where they were in Premier League but they had a reserve team in, 
combination. So I was playing football, but ended coming right to the end of the season. I tore my ligament, uh, tore my ligaments in my knee, and did my cartilage in my right knee. So I was, I was struggling. I struggled. I struggled. I, t- I used to take my knee so it was like more or less solid, so I could bowl a bit and bat, and bat you know. And then uh, it eased off a bit. It kept seeing just swelled up. It used to swell up after every game like a balloon. So I just never took it serious. I, I went to bake up. I left there. I went to bake up. The manager, Aki, uh, went to bake up. Uh, and he, he asked me, he said, will you come with us um, to bake up? sent the team. Well, that was the worst move I've ever bloody made playing on that pitch. It's like a one in four. It's like a bloody hell. It's, I could never get to the top of hell, mate. Especially when a man of a rank of ale, you can run you know. Mad and wreck. Running up that bloody hell, I mean, no. Can we not play there in a long time? So, anyway, I left that. I packed in there. I'll tell you what, do you know why I packed in there? New Year's Eve, I went to a party and I was drinking pop. Bloody pop, because we had a game New Year's Day against, against Aki Stanley. I'm driving Shirley. I think it was Shirley. Anyway, I was driving in my minute and snow and my exhaust dropped off. And I got to ground and he said, What's an eight team? You weren't here. I said, Well don't I said, don't matter. I said, I'm packing in anyway. <laughs> so I sat in hey, so I sat in stand with me club. And then half time we said Bush, Bush, come on, you'll have to go on. You'll have to go on. So I got changed off time when done. I said, I'm, I said, I'm still packing in. So I packed in and uh, I, I went over to uh, Legion, you know, N- Nelson at Legion. They were a joint venture that time with Les Latcher. And uh, there were a lot of Bernard lads playing, a lot of uh, Nelson lads. And so I met some real good friends over there. They were, that were great, that were great. I still keep in touch with a lot of them. They were a good side as well. But that's why, basically, I, me, me, I was split between football and cricket, you know, and um, it weren't late, it wasn't until later that I thought, oof, when you, once you've had a bit of success with cricket, and you, I, and hey, don't get me wrong, I love, love cricket the best. Um, I started taking it a little bit more serious. And when I, and, and I'll tell you, the ch- one of the changing points were when I went down Law House because I had to prove some of them you know, to myself and to all the lads who wanted me to come. So I had to prove myself and uh, have a lot of respect for Lofty and people like that. All lads in that first team, well, all lads in the second team. It, well, it was, the friendship was fantastic. And that's sometimes better than winning when you have that. And uh, yeah. we, we had a great time. We had an absolute great time, uh, not only cricket-wise, but socially. Social-wise, all the wise went... I, we all went out and, and uh, we went to matches and we'd have a drink after that way back. Just one. Only had one. Got, uh, surely had to drive. <laughs> <laughs> one gallon. One gallon. Uh, no, but, uh, even, even, I'll tell you what, even the spectators down Laura, they were so uh, dedicated to Laura. It was fantastic. You know, the, the atmosphere, it was second to none. I mean, I can tell you a tale when... Uh, well, yes, you'll know. When we played uh, Todd, we got beat at Todd. We got bloody beat at Todd. And uh, we were playing them down house. And Rod Eswick were pro. And um, they wanted to, but they weren't full shillings, I don't think. So I think they're in, into bed, Todd. Because uh, that, that Ross, that, what's he called? Smith Ross, weren't he? Daniel Al, Ross. Al, 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 Ross. He wanted to 
Watford. Square leg, deep square leg is clearing for LBW, he's running in. How is he? From deep square leg. <laughs> anyway, he, could have, he needed a good smack. Anyway, Rod Eswick got out and coming off, um, I think a child went up to him and he had a bit of a, a bit of a dude who pushed, pushed it away or something. Anyway, uh, it flared up and I can, I can, we had a, a van on, Radio Lancashire, and, this, and the commentator, and the van is being rocked. The van is being rocked. Oh, the van is being rocked. And they were rocking vans. They didn't look a little, they didn't tip it over. That's what they got in big trouble, weren't they? But they just rocked it a little bit to make him seasick. Yeah, I do. I remember that book. He had, um, I think so, yeah. And it, it had all got a bit. Oh, Laura's fans were drunk and, and having a laugh and a joke about it. You know, like I said, Albert Ross, he, he, he was running in with his arms flaying all over the place, just flapping about. And Rod Eswick was, you know, a big, fast West Indian bowler. Well, I, the, I mean, they wanted to fight, I think, the, the odd fans from Todd and yeah. some of the Todd players. We were interested. There were more well, Lower Ace fans We just wanted there. to win. Yeah, just wanted to win and, you know, and have a crack. But the Lower Ace fans, you know, just thought it was so funny. And then, because he used to commentate live from... Radio Lancashire, Joe. They lived live every week from a different ground. Mm-hmm. And they had a van that come on. It was like, it was almost like Sky turning up to Goodison Park or something. Oh, Lancashire, you know, Radio Lancashire. Yeah. And it's a legend. I don't, know if, I don't know if we could ever get a copy of it, but the, yeah. it, the fans <laughs> were giving it this bloke a load of grief because he kept saying, you know, this game's been spoiled. And so someone, I think, I can't remember his name, really big chubby lad with a bald head. Uh, he went to us on top me? of the van. <laughs> and he started, like, as Graham said, so some from side were pushing it. This poor bloke sat inside it with his headphones coming off. And the lad on top was pushing And he, his commentary's coming over. And the lot of race fans are rocking the van. <laughs> I'll tell you another tale, eh? I'll tell you another tale when I were at Burnley. You know what I do? They used to have some toilets next to uh, Old Pavilion. You go behind, there's some, there were some toilets there. Well, Shapcock and his mates, right, they didn't like paying. So we'd done some warming up. I thought, oh, I'll have a, I'll have, I'll have a pee. So I went around to the toilets, right, just having a pee. And then all of a sudden, they all jumped over. <laughs> toilets into the toilets. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, shut up, shut up. We're not paying here. We're not paying. We don't like these. We're not paying. Anyway. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway. Radio Blackman or Radio Lancashire, uh, they had a dish, a big dish to take the sound of yeah. side at field. Right? Yeah. And they kept walking right ground, spectators, getting all them, and swearing into the dish and carry on walking. <laughs> they kept doing that. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry about that language. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, well, yeah, Radio Blackburn, yeah, that were it, Graham. Uh, Albert Ross it still was. plays at Walston. He's, he's, How old is he? He's the third team. He was, I don't know whether he's retired, but he certainly played last year. He was a third team captain when they first came into the league. I mean, I don't yeah. know, he must be he must be six, I guess. Yeah, I'll be older than that, hey, buddy, yeah. I'm 67. He retired when oh, I well, well, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say 70. <laughs> Is he something? I, I think he's at least taking the piss out of me. But just, just to go back to Joe's point there on the, on your stats, I mean, and you say you say you struggled when batting when you came on Laura Ice. I mean, you, you got nearly as many runs in two years for Laura Ice as you did in eight years for yeah. Burnley. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Because I took it more. I did take it more serious. Plus, uh, when when I was down Burnley, right, you're batting, batting late on. Roland, right, the plan was they'd stop there until last 10, ideally, just accumulate runs. But off the last 10, we had to get another 100 runs, right? So you went in and you'd have to just go for it. Yeah. So, you know, you might get 10, 15, 10, 15 guards, but somebody else would come in the same. And it worked. It worked. We, we, we won most of the games, you know, but uh, Roland brought batting record. Yeah. You know, uh, basically, you, you won't get a bat. Now, the two years, yeah, the, the first year, I got chance to bat up the order. Second year, sorry, the second year, I got chance to bat up the order. Um, but had to get me mental, mentality, when you've been going in to smash it, I wasn't always playing the same game. I was going after it for all, yeah. you know. And uh, I'd get a few runs and get out. And they said, you're getting 20 and getting out. I said, yeah, I know, I can't. You know, I need to restrict myself, but anyway. What were Roland like as a captain? Yeah, he's one, well, of, a good one, cap. of, one of the... Uh, technically, captain. technically a great captain. Yeah. You could not fault him, you know, uh, his knowledge of game and the knowledge of the uh, opposition, you know. Uh, he used to analyse them. I mean, even pros, you know, we played it. We played it great, good batter. Anyway, he shoved himself into short mid-wicket, which snaffled him straight away, you know. Unbelievable yes. things, decisions yeah. he made, and, and the quality. But I mean, yeah. you know, he were all right. I, he were, he were a mate of mine. I worked with, him. and uh, but um, I told him, I told him straight. Well, I'm going down low, right? So I said, uh, you know, I want to challenge myself. I want to do a bit better. And uh, I think men had a better attitude, probably going down low, race. And it set me up because obviously I got the opportunity to go pro in, which were a, a bit of a shot, really. I went. I went. I hadn't designed designs on going pro in, uh, but the opportunity arose. Trevor Jones uh, rang me and I said, "If I were interested in pro in, he said, "I'll put you. I'll put your name for." It. He said, "I'm not. I'm not doing it anymore. You know, I've had enough." I said, "Yeah, it would be. Yeah, especially like at Reed, which is down the road, and it, they they have a lot of interest uh, locally uh, with the spectators." And I thought, well, it'd be an opportunity to, to test yourself or test myself against. Other pros, you know, see how we go. I mean, you've got to, if you if you don't try, you never know. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I could have said, no, I'm not doing it. And then later in life, I said, well, they had opportunity to go pro it, but I didn't do it. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, well, I've had the opportunity, even though I'm going to have to leave Lawrence, I need to test myself again. So I did it, you know. But I missed I missed the crack, I missed the lads in Lawrence and, and the committee. I thought the committee, Jack, the superb, and Clifford, and people like that, um, they're all superb. They supported you all the way. And that's what, that's what as a player, you need that support, don't you, from the backroom staff. Uh, and I enjoyed it. They're great. They're great. Backroom staff, that's a different connotation at Laura Ice, isn't it? You know, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, Graham, I think it's worth mentioning here, certainly for the likes of Joe Martin and any other younger younger listeners who were out there to, to try and understand what you were about, Graham. I, you you became, in my opinion, a far better cricketer. You were a good Lancashire League amateur cricketer who would, you know, you, I think in, I don't know what year it was, I might have been 82, you know, you'd 400-odd runs and 40-odd wickets, um, you know, in a decent side, that was Evan Gray's year. Um, 
And you were, you know, you were going to be a good pro on those stats. But when you went, and because of your personality, because of you know what you brought to the club with your family, with uh, you know, with your your ambition, your will to win, you were completely different than what amateurs are over the last ten or fifteen years who go pro in. You know, a lot, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about you know, like said Joe Hawke, the likes of Ben. You know, I, they're as good, in my opinion, as a cricketer as you. You were, oh, yeah. but I think so, for some players, being the pro just became a little bit too much of a burden. Whereas I think for you, it was the opposite. It, was that something you consciously tried to try to manipulate, or it just came naturally? No, it, it, I I looked at the um, the pros I play, uh, played with previously. Okay, and I looked at the good points and the bad points, and a lot. They're not interested in coaching, helping youngsters or anything. Uh, they don't stop after a game. They shoot back off wherever they... And I thought, that, that's not the way. You're a, you're a club professional. You, you should be there to support the club. You know, it, it's not about money. It wasn't about money where I went growing for. It was just about uh, no. trying to compete, really, and say, see if I, I were capable of doing it. Uh, so it weren't money. But whatever money they, they paid me... They got it back. Yeah. <laughs> they got it back because I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what I had some home dingy dudes. <laughs> no, they, no, everywhere I went, I've been very lucky, Me, I was lucky when I went down lower ice because the team was good with uh, his bowling, his bowling lineup. Lofty left arm, Brom, medium yeah. quicks. So yeah. left arm, Brom can cut it, good bowler, top bowler. Uh, then if I come on change, and Evan, well, that accuracy were unbelievable. They made, they'd yeah. have me, well, we fell the shot. You're going short with no helmets on, no bloody pads around, no box on you. Phil, <laughs> Phil, he going. Phil were a great catcher, great close, close wicket catcher. Lofty be at first slate, we'll catch pigeons. So <laughs> we're laughing, you know, and we were safe. We never felt threatened you're mm. going to get... It's not aid. In that season, Graham, uh, there's a couple of games you know, during your Lorais career that I uh, just want to ask you if you've got many memories of. Start off in the 81 season. There were a couple of, you touched on them earlier on, Andy Roberts and, um, and Michael Olding were in the mm. league that season, as you, your first season down at Lorais. And just looking through the stats, we also played them both in what seemed to be a strange Worsley Cup format those years. It was like four groups of four. And you, you played mm. sort of three games, and presumably the winners of each group went through to the semi-finals. But in in that group in that year, we were in with Aslington and, yes. and Rishton and your first season. That, and we played and looking at them, I think the Aslington, the the Rishton game was on one weekend. I think we beat them in a low scorer, sort of bowled them out for ninety odd, defending hundred or something. And then the week after, played Aslington and Andy Roberts. But that ended up being played over three nights. That's right. Yes, yeah, it is. Had you faced anybody I, like Alden and Roberts or any anybody in that sort of ilk of Test match royalty at that time? Well, when uh, Andy Roberts uh, we came back, um, the ground was still wet, very wet, and he bowled off about two paces, and I was batting, and he bowled me Yorkers every ball. Every ball was a Yorker. Uh, tremendous, tremendous bowler. Eventually got out in the other end. You've got to try to get run somehow, aren't you? You can't get it one top pro. You've got to get them. so you eventually get it all out. But yeah, 
holding war, it was awesome. And when you're running, you were just intimidated, intimidated. But the one game, I missed one game at Richton um, because I was the best man at my, my, my best mate's uh, wedding. And uh, we were supposed to have a do at night. But we had it, we had it do it. And I said, look, I'm best man at wedding. I said, I'll be finished at wedding. I'll stand door until you all come back. Well, I guess then from wedding, everybody's in. I went, what, what's going on? Oh, we got bloody got slaughtered and trip, trip, <laughs> trip got smashed up the horse. We, we all in, and he put his helmet on after bloody event. <laughs> you daft bugger! Why would you put an helmet on once you've been smashed? <laughs> the horse has already gone, hasn't it? <laughs> but uh, they were. I can remember, I can remember uh, batting quite well against Roberts up at Aslinden. But he yeah. wanted to, he, he didn't bowl as quick to me as Alden were just, whew, he just, they were on you. Like Roberts, Roberts got 80 on that game, didn't he, as well, and looked like he was just trying to smash it. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah, Andy Roberts, yeah, uh, again, in, in the league match. And, and, and the other thing is, I, I couldn't work out who was captain in 81, because the, the score cards... Other than the very first game you played in your debut against East Langs when Iggy was captain. I don't know what, what to do with Lofty. Rick Lofty that year, he was captain in 81. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it was. But I'm not well, sure if it? there was something else going on. And he, he did it for half a season. And then I think, Stan, mm-hmm. is that the year that Stan did it for, for a few games as well? And then Iggy did Stan, it for a few games. Stan had no idea when he was captain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't, can, I, can I just mention something? Uh, when we played... Um, Richton down at Law House has come to me now. Um, I, do- I told Shirley, right, this season I need to get a chest pad because he's going to hit me a lot of times if I stay. So she made me one out of foam rubber, right, foam <laughs> rubber and Velcro. And I got an helmet, right, and uh, I thought, when I was batting, I thought, right, he can hit me, I'm not bothered. <laughs> so he bought me his bouncer and I shouldered arms, didn't I? And I got my arms right up. I thought, I'll take him on my chest pad. He took me right up the elbow. <laughs> I thought, back with one hand. I got caught a short pain. I couldn't feel my arm. I had to back with one hand. Like oh, brilliant. Cricket. Oh, brilliant. It bloody hurt as well. In the second season, in 82, um, the, the Evan Gray year and uh, obviously that's the, the year we sort of get closest to the first yeah. ever first ever league win which would have been something wouldn't it if you'd have won the league with Burnley and the league with Laura Ice I mean yeah. there would have been well there'd have been nobody who'd done that but no, uh, that um, would be up. yeah that would have been that fantastic that would be one up. and we brought it up I mean I asked you about your memories of, of that season in particular if you've any sort of uh, good tales but We've, we've discussed this a couple of times on previous podcasts and it's the very last match of the season, oh, which, which ended up being your last match for, for Laura mm. And obviously quite a controversial proceedings. What, what's your memories of that day? Yeah, well, we bowled, we bowled and we contained them to 60 after overs, but they were never, unfortunately, we should, what we should have done, we should have produced an Indian wiki we could have <laughs> bowled them out for about 40. <laughs> We didn't, and it didn't do much wicket. It didn't do much. We didn't, I don't think we got, I bet we got about six wickets, but I'd be guessing. You know, I, think, um, I think we were 54 for six off, and it was third. Ah, yeah. I know. And uh, then we just knocked them off. We just knocked them off comfortably, obviously. But uh, I can always remember Franklin Stevenson, if you look up, I think he were on 99 wickets, right? When we played them down Rottenstall, 
he bowls a really he bowled a really good slow ball, slow ball, really good. But I picked it and I smacked it right out of ground, right? And all Lorraine's supporters started chanting, we'll smash you all, we'll smash you all. Went, oh, Jesus, no, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> when we come down to the last match of the season, I think, frankly, we're on 99 wickets and I went into bat and he bowled me a beamer. He bowled me a beamer. And I'll tell you what, I never saw it, but I felt it. I felt it brush my nose. And I, thought, and I, I went down to try it. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I said, you will be bloody sorry. Anyway, he bought me one at Lake Summer and I flicked it out like side for four and one. Thank God for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I back any longer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But just check it. Yeah. I don't know if you can check, but just check. I'm chewing on 99 wickets out, frankly. I'll tell you, you know, but they're good lads, you know. They're West Indies, they're good lads. Because Rotten saw yeah. that way to, to just deny <laughs> um, the bowling bonus point, hadn't they, to, uh, to, end up, right. to, to win the league. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, we needed that ball. Yeah, we needed the bowling point. Yeah, 99, Bush. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. 99 right. wickets. And he wanted me for his bloody 100. I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, and he weren't going to get me. He weren't going to get me. I thought, son, you, you might have won't leave, but you're not getting 100 wickets. <laughs> and just around, just around that game, do... Did it, except for, you know, stuff with a wicket or anything like that, was there anything else that you could have done, do you think, to uh, try and no. bowl them out? No. no. We tried everything. I, I, I think I bowled them out. Not so many always, but they, they didn't get any runs, but I didn't get a wicket. So, loved to change it, swapped it about best they could. Um, just trying things that weren't doing that much. You know, they were just... And when they, have to, when they can sit on you, sit on everyone, just pushing away... You know, it's difficult. It's difficult. You need to, you need wicket to do a little bit. And I think, I mean, Joe, you Ron Stoller a good side then. When you look yeah, at yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter Peter Wood wasn't playing that day. I don't know if he wasn't playing that season, but Brian Payne, John Swanee, Steve Ashwood mm. was the pro. Glenn Barlow, Glenn was Barlow, Barlow. yeah, yeah. Brett, ten thousand runs. Brian, Brett, was it Brian Brett Terry? Terry, yeah, Phil Pickles. Yeah, Phil Terry. You know, they were good. They were good. Um, they're a good side, and if you're just determined not to get out, see, we messed like up. Them. We messed up a few games early, you know. Yeah, yeah. Brom mentioned that. You know, and um, we were asking a lot that last game. They could have. Yeah. I don't know if they could have declared. I think they could yeah. have actually declared. Yeah, and yeah. We I think they could. Yeah. So, but yeah. I know a lot of friends. See, I used to go on tour with lads from Rockstar, yeah. and they were yeah. a lot of they were mates. And I thought to myself, I hope we don't put them in that position where they have to declare. Yeah. Because it, it's not good for it's not good for cricket. No, it wouldn't, no. it wouldn't have been good. They wouldn't. So we didn't put them in that position. But uh, the the good thing is, Low Rice from being a side, what you know, I used to have to uh, apply for re-election. They, they, they held their own. They held their own yeah. with the best teams, and we were as good as anybody in that league. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. With a with a good bowling lineup and his batting uh, right down, they chip in. So we all chipped in. Um, bowlers chipped in. Uh, you know, like Dave Keighley were batting late on Sully. But they chip in. I can remember Dave Keighley at the Ronsbottom. I think uh, Demel, Shanta Demel, were bowling left arm. And he were, he, were getting, he were giving himself room. Well, I'll say it back in the way. Giving himself room, cutting him. <laughs> Me and him put a load yeah. on. We put loads on against him. And uh, he was frustrated, but he didn't get us out. You know. And uh, so you need... 
And I think it's that camaraderie what brings you through sometimes. Yeah. Uh, lads are chipping when you're always we're struggling a bit here. You know, I can I can yeah. remember uh, we played at Tomlin on a oh, poor wicket, uh, and we got out. Phil Phil asked him, he uh, he stuck in. And uh, I don't know how many runs he'd get. It might not 40 odd, but I'll tell you what, it was a match winning, not that. Uh, it was superb. Uh, then he come off after the game and he says to me, Graham, can you pour <laughs> me some tea and some sugar in it? I said, why are you suffering from shock or what? Because you got so blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just cracked up laughing, you know, yeah. and a bit of fun, bit of fun. Yeah. It was shock. Yeah. Have you right? You're right what you say there, Graham. And it, I mean, there's also, you know, yeah, camaraderie's there and there's a, yeah. there's, there's something starting to happen after maybe the, the 60s and 70s where continually bottom of the league. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they'd have had a good crack. But you look at the players there, you know, Phil Aston, Dave Bartholomew, a good cricketer. Yeah, 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 a good cricketer. But, then Roger Brom, yourself, uh, Rusty, Chris, Stan. Chris Blair, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Brian, Brian again, Lofty. You know, Brian Holmes, yeah, like you said, Dave Keely, and then the younger ones, you know, Darren Taylor yeah, played a bit, myself, yeah, you John Holmrod. Yeah. 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 Uh, you oh, know, yeah. And your your actually, played a game. Actually, actually them younger, the younger lads coming in are quality. Yeah, See, that's right. They you know, carry, just, weren't carrying over yeah. because the younger yeah. lads are quality, you know, yeah. uh, which was yeah. good. And now I went to watch uh, in summer, Leyland uh, ladies and our um, Grace. John's John's daughter plays for Leyland. She has to play for Leyland somewhere. Anyway, uh, they were playing over at St Anne's, and I went to a bar for an orange juice, and uh, I saw this uh, West Indian lad. I thought, is that Dave? Is that anyway? I went to a bar. Come come past him. He, he, all right. He said all right. I said all right, and I went and sat down. Anyway, he sort of walking around, right? And I, I said to Shirley, I said, I said, that's Dave Barthelly. You know, but I'm sitting for. 40 years. So she said, well, change. I said, Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it is, isn't it? Bart, isn't it? Yeah, Bush. I said, oh, Bush, yeah, bloody hell. Like, you know. I went, what are you yeah. doing here? He said, I play, play you now. I said, how old are you now? Oh, I'm getting on a bit. But he plays in, he plays in England over, uh, is it over 60s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, yeah. he must have a bad side in England. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always joking, man. If you're listening, no, no, no. That's, that's what the subscriber we've lost. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm always joking. Send more house to save the house.